All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Leafs Morning Take with Nick Alberga and Jay Rosehill. Now we've got a fight started here right off the bat with Rosehill. 30 minutes of live, nonstop Leafs talk starts now. Oh, boy. Here we are. The chat's been waiting. Jay Rose has been waiting. I've been waiting patiently here from Sin City. Hell, I woke up at 7.30 a.m. Pacific time to do this show because I was ready. Presented by Botano and Skip, it's a Monday edition of Leafs Morning Take. Nick Alberga and Jay Rosa with you. Rosie, I know how you're feeling today, dude, but how are we going to get through this next 30 minutes, bud? Uh, I don't know. I'm going to try not to rant and rave too much and be that guy, but uh, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough. It is a rainy, ugly Monday morning, and it sure as hell feels like it after that game. So, like, some teams, you want to lean upon your veterans and your best players, and it's got to be a community. So, with that in mind, we will turn things over in about 20 minutes to you in the chat and the discourse. And you've been uh, with us all season long. We've been leaning on you. You've done a great job. So, if you have thoughts, comments, questions, or concerns, drop us a line in the chat down below here on YouTube. Never say never. Obviously, they're down 0-3 in this series, but you just never say never. Just give us your thoughts on Game 4 coming up on Wednesday. And it's just so annoying, too. An extra day off between uh, three and four here, and it's just like waiting to be slaughtered. It sucks. Remember to subscribe, tap that like button, leave us a review, check us out, at the Leafs Nation 401 on YouTube. Additionally, we're available wherever you find your podcast. Again, it's at the Leafs Nation 401 on YouTube, where you can subscribe, pound that like button as you watch right now, and hopefully if you pound it enough and we get as many followers as possible, the Leafs will turn things around and come back and win this series in seven games. And don't forget as well to visit theleafsnation.com for the very latest on all things Toronto Maple Leafs. With that in mind, let's get over the boards. 
All right, Rosie, let's let's get into the uh, the thick of things here. Where do you want to start with the conversation from Sunday night? Just, I mean, where can you start, right? It's, uh, you know, you expected this team. I mean, it's just the natural thing to do would to be urgent and intense and throw the kitchen sink at these guys and just be relentless to save your season. And instead, they were tame and they were gentle. And it's just baffling that you could have this team. This isn't like a team that squeaked into the playoffs with a bunch of young guys who were trying to figure it out and had a bunch of changes and personnel things happening and they no expectations and they snuck into the playoffs and hey, shit, you know, they got to the second round. This is like the team. Is it the best team they've had in 20 years? Maybe they got to the second round, but to come out like that and your stars, like we've, we talked about it in October. We said it wasn't an issue with goaltending. It wasn't an issue with the defensive breakdowns in the playoffs. It was we can't score a goal when we need it. And last night, a goal goes in off a guy's ass, and that's that's it. And we can't score. If, if, they, if, they get, if they tie the game on us, we're done because we can't score another goal. And they do, eventually. So it's just, you just scratch your head and you say, where is where is the drive? Where is the intensity? How many times... Has a guy gone into a corner and kind of pulled up and, and let him take it so you could try to get a stick, stick on him? The teams that win the Stanley Cup, they are going balls out, working their ass off, moving their legs to get there first, just so you can take a hit, just so you can get a stick on it first and, and move it one direction or the other. That, that just doesn't happen out there. They, how many, like, where's the speed going north, 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 overwhelming them? No, we pull up and we go against the fucking grain for some reason. And then little spot passes into places like it's, it's junior where they're better than everybody else. That's not the case anymore. Like Mitch Marner and Matthews and stuff. You're not in junior anymore where you can just dominate by being fancy. Name a Stanley Cup winner who's fancy, whose identity is, oh, we're sparkly and we're fancy and we play neat, cute fun hockey that looks really cool on Instagram. It's never happened. And it's like these guys can't get through their heads. This is the playoffs. And I thought that they might have fixed that by adding Ryan O'Reilly's and adding the Luke Shens and adding the guys with that tenacity who can actually show the way on this is what the playoffs look like. And I guess they did do a point. They got them over the hump to the second round. And then it's same old shit right now. And I mean, Leafs Nation, you, you have a right to be pulling your hair out right now. It's not acceptable. And I mean, I hate it when guys say, oh, they're not trying or they don't care. Like The group in there cares, and they're trying. This is their whole livelihood. This is the culmination of their life's work. This is their future. This is what they do. They care, and they're trying, but just in all the wrong ways, in all the wrong. You can't try harder by, I'm going to be fancier. I'm going to do more, you know, pull-ups and cutbacks and shit. You got to go north. You got to work your ass off. You got to get into the tough areas. You got to play playoff hockey. You got to sweat. You got to bleed. You got to get pissed off. And just none of that, none of that was present. And it's frustrating, but I mean, they've got a sliver of hope and they've got to take it one game at a time now. But if you play that way, you're you're just never, ever, ever going to win in the playoffs. End of story. So we started this show back, uh, I guess, in late September, early October, and I said, dude, just just wait. And you're like, why are you such a skeptic? Why are you so negative? What have you been through to get to this scenario? And I said, just wait, just prep yourself. The regular season is a different animal. It's so much fun to watch. And then you get to the Stanley Cup playoffs, and granted, round one was fun. They probably weren't the better team, but they found a way. They dug deep. Like, 
I was watching the game last night and I'm like, did round one really happen? Cause I don't know who the fuck this team is. Like they look so defeated, which made no sense, man, because they dominated the first two games, specifically game two and they got goalie and I get it. It happens in the Stanley cup playoffs, but last time I checked, you need to win four games to win a series. And just the way they came out. So Lafferty kicks off the scoring, but that's another issue. Sam Lafferty and David Camper on the ice for both Toronto's goals. My big question, where's the core four? Like, I think over the last couple of years specifically, everybody's been weighing the pros and cons of having the big four and the money they get paid. But I can firmly tell you here, this team down 0-3 in round two, it's a flawed roster. And ultimately, it's not about the death piece. It's not about the guys they brought in the deadline. I still stand pat and saying uh, Kyle Dubas had a phenomenal deadline. He, he did everything to shore up this team to make them better. But ultimately, you've played this game, you've played in this league. A lot of it stems on your star players, and they were absolute no-shows, Rosie, for the biggest game of the year. That, that's all you need to know. Yeah, that's what it is. I mean, it's just the body language and the looks on their faces is just not that of a competitor or of a winner or of, of what it takes and what you've seen year after year after decade after decade in the playoffs that gets it done it's like they just don't it's just that's the frustration I can handle losses I can handle getting goalie I can handle going through a cold streak but when the collective core of this group just I'd like to sit down and talk to them it's like <laughs> do, do you know do you have that in you do you have that dog in you that can that can just get pissed off and just put the hammer down and the blinders on and just play simple fu hockey do you have any fu in you because they just don't seem to they just they keep doing the same thing over and over again and expecting it to be easy and i mean in the playoffs they shut that down so fast that you just got to to beat it with tenacity and hard work and just going north and then when you have that talent step in that's the guys that find those seams when it comes the opportunity arises that's the guy that can finish that play and and pick that corner when it when the puck's rolling through the you know along the goal line and they just they find a way to do it because the culmination of all that work and grinding down and relentlessness adds to those goals and that talent will shine through after all that shit you don't take that talent and go oh i'm going to dipsy doodle and i'm going to wait for my opportunity you're just waiting out there hoping that something happens is what it looks like and I hate being on the other the other side of the aisle, being in the media, ripping on the Leafs because I hated it when it happened to me and I, I hated it when people were so negative and I hated it when they made it even more difficult and added to the, the, the pressure and to the, the difficulty of playing in that, in that city. But at the end of the day, it's hockey and you got to play it and you got to play it the right way. And this is just not the right way that they're playing it. I mean, the old mm -hmm. adage, hard work beats talent every time when talent doesn't work hard. And I'm sorry, but like maybe Drysidle and McDavid are the ones that are talented enough to get it done by not working hard on the odd day and they still would lose in the long run. No one on this roster is talented enough to win without working hard. Like Mitch Marner, you're not even close to talented enough to win without working your nuts off in the playoffs. Neither is Matthews. Nylander's not even close. No one's talented enough to win on talent alone. Do they, do they just expect to show up and they're good enough just to win by showing up and it'll just happen for them? Like every guy who's ever won a cup, go through the go through the Isermans and the Sackicks and stuff. They didn't just show up and win. They had to absolutely grind and work for it. And just it's disappointing because these guys didn't even seem to attempt to do that last night. 
I won't lie. Like I, I we're doing this show right now. I'm still perplexed as to what I witnessed on Sunday night, man. It, it felt like a glorified shinny skate from the Maple Leafs perspective. It's just so puzzling. Like where, where was the intensity? Like I genuinely felt bad for like the likes of Luke Shen and Ryan O'Reilly. I know he had that ugly giveaway in the third period, but I genuinely felt bad for the guys who have been there before, who have been noticeable in pretty much every game they've been on this roster, the camps. You know, like there's some good success stories on this roster, but I felt so bad with every team, you know, in any sport you play growing up, professional, recreational, you have to at times lean on your star players to get the job done. And and, and that's the toughest thing that's going to be tough to swallow in this long off season ahead is the big boys didn't show up when it matters most. And it mattered the most yesterday down 0-2 in the series. You were the better team in the first two games. And that's how you showed up, man. They looked like they were at elbow room till 4 a.m. Like th- there was just no drive, no urgency, no pushback, no resolve. Florida did their thing. And I got to give credit to Panthers uh, as well. Like they- They're playing really, really well. There's belief. There's pride on that roster right now. They're playing for each other. Pretty much everything opposite that we saw from that Maple Leafs team yesterday. And that's the concerning part. And I, I just wonder, like, who takes the blame? Who takes the fall? Where should the, the finger be pointed, so to speak, in your opinion? Well, I mean, we can get to that if it's over, but there's, again, a sliver yeah. of hope, and they're going to have to... I mean, they put themselves in the position where it has to be a magical deal, a miracle, you know, so to speak. Yeah, um, pretty much. But if it doesn't have... I mean, you go down you go down 2 nothing at home, okay, bad, but you go to game three, and it could be just the same thing as splitting at home and then losing the first one. You're just in a you're just in a series, man. Like it's that's the same thing. You're down two one. Got to get the next one. Tie up the series. But then they show up, and I mean, the first couple of minutes, that's how they need to play. Like throw the kitchen yeah. sink. Everyone is like flying, snapping around, like high stepping, chasing that puck down. But they would dump it constantly, and there'd be no one really going too far. There'd be no one supporting, and it was just kind of. Like, uh, like you just back off, you let off the gas, you start really good. And it's yeah. like, what's wrong with playing that all, all the time? Like, why, why don't you continue doing that? Why don't you keep that mentality? Cause you clearly sat back and said, ah, good. We got a goal and we had a good start. Now we can sit back and see what happens here. And I mean, you know, what's going to happen when a team does that any single one of them in the league does that you're going to lose. And I mean, the Panthers identity. Yeah. Good for them. They have created an identity. They are a hard working for checking, move your feet team. What is the Toronto Maple Leafs identity? I, I don't know. You tell me <laughs> you've got Mitch Marner and you've got Austin Matthews, I guess. And they can win games in the regular season. They have a three point nights and Marner goes on a 20 game point streak and that's fine. But the way that game is played, like everyone knows, you say it a million times, you hear it a million times. The playoffs are a different beast. Everything's cranked up to 10 in the playoffs. It's more physical. It's more hardworking. It's more tenacious. Everyone knows that. So why don't they clue in and like change their game? Why don't they lead the charge to have this identity of the Toronto Maple Leafs of we are, we are not stopping at anything. We are just turn our brains off to a sense of we are in one mode and that is throttle on the floor and that is how we play every single game and when the buzzer stops we go and we hit the ice tubs we hit the trainers tables we rest up we hydrate we eat we sleep we go back and we hit the throttle on the bloody floor again and they just that's just the that's just not even in that's not even in the mentality from what i can see on tv and i'm sure if i was in that room i'd say hey i love these guys and they're they're they do care and they work their nuts off and they this and that and and they're frustrated and they're trying and it's not going our way. I get all that. I've been there. 
but how do you change the script? How do you do better than you did last night? It's only through a mentality that you can direct that ship in the right direction. And in the playoffs, it's quite easy. Anyone can do it. The Florida Panthers are doing it right now, and they knocked off the Boston Bruins, and they're right there to knock off the Toronto Maple Leafs. They're doing it with that mentality of, we're going together, we're going north, we're going as hard as we fucking can, we're getting it deep, we're going to skate our bags off, we're hitting everything that moves, and we're going to have success because that's our identity. It's just the polar opposite of what the Maple Leafs have brought to the second round, which is why it's got me venting so pissed off because this team is so much better than one size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss plushcare.com slash weight loss Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burroughs Memorial Day sale at burrowcom slash ACAST. That's burrowcom slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. It, it's understandable, man. Like, uh, just a sense of it will but say in, in the market of Toronto and Leafs Nation, just like a, a feel of like, what did I just witness? Again, it's it, it felt like they pushed through. As somebody who's covered this team for quite a bit of time now, it felt like they finally pushed through. Having said that, that was my concern in round two. Was that their Stanley Cup? winning a round. Were we losing sight of the ultimate goal? And that's to win the Stanley Cup. And granted, the first couple games, they were pretty decent. Game three, like that's how I expected maybe the Leafs would come out after winning the emotion of winning a series. Like it's it's insane to me that we even talk about that. I get why we celebrated. I get why, you know, people were excited. But to fall short now after you get to round two for the first time in 19 years, just really unacceptable. So if you want to chime in in the chat, please share your thoughts. If you have questions, I have a question for you, Rosie. Um, obviously, a big storyline in the game yesterday was Ilya Samsonov going down. Such a volatile position, man. It's just so unfortunate. Uh, these guys are banged up, dinged up throughout the season. It's been a thing in Leafs land for X amount of years around the league. Like, we're at a point where we need a goaltending summit. I've been saying this for a while. But who starts game four? Matt Murray suddenly emerges as the e-bug yesterday. And uh, they, they said he's good to go, man. So Joe Wall comes in. I didn't. I didn't think he was particularly bad. I wasn't crazy about the OT winner. I'm never crazy about wraparound goals, but it's not a game that I'm pinning on the net mining by any stretch, man. Like, they didn't show up. Imagine having that team in front of you coming in cold on a power play, mind you, in the second period. And, like, he battled. Yeah. He battled. But who would you start for game four? It's tough. I I, don't, I honestly don't know. I mean, if you oh, – I'm leaning towards Joseph Wall. I still have hope that, that Samsonov could play. 
you know, you wake up and all of a sudden it's like, Hey, it's, it's actually Dude. moving. You get your MRI and it's like, there's nothing torn. I don't even know what the hell he hurt, but say that's out the window, Murray or, or, or wall. I mean, wall's probably your future. You give him some experience, Murray. I mean, he could go in there and, and play quite well. Like he did at the beginning of the season. Um, he's got that experience and whatnot, but I mean, how, what, what's that worth at this point in time? I don't know. He could go in there and get absolutely shelled as well. So I, I think they'll probably lean towards Joseph Wall just because he's played more in, in recent times and they're probably going to move forward with the franchise uh, with him being part of it. But yeah. uh, very difficult. I think Sammy was kind of battling through some things. I'm not going to say hanging on by a thread, but you could tell that, you know, he was kind of used yeah. and abused down the stretch there. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, to have him come out of there was just the icing on the cake of how that game was going for sure. And I guess my best guess is that they're going to go ahead with Wall. Um, probably a consideration for Murray, but I don't think he's in the long-term plans of this franchise. And for that reason and the position that they're in, I imagine they'll see what Joseph Wall can do. And if he can catch fire and, you know, his pedigree and talent level, if it can rise up and shut the door and they get two wins and stuff. And then all of a sudden it's like, hey, let's just change our mentality. This is a 3-2 series. And you know, we got to do what we got to do. And, and maybe you do what the Kings did in 2014. I remember when they were down three rip, I was in the league and they came back and won it and then won the whole goddamn shebang. So it's not like it's impossible. This team is better than they're showing. And I mean, they're hanging on by a thread right now, but there's still a glimmer of hope. So we'll see what direction they go. This will probably be an unpopular opinion. And I love Joseph Wall. But at this point, I don't think either of these guys, Sheldon Keefe or Kyle Dubas, should be looking at the future, man. Like, there's a lot of decisions to be made. Assuming that they don't come back here, it's going to be difficult. You mentioned it earlier on, a miracle. But it does happen. I mean, it's important to bring that up. It does happen where teams have come back from 0-3. But assuming all that, you can't be the future. I, I totally agree with you. Joseph Wall, I'm ready to anoint this guy as a bona fide NHL goalie next year. I think he should be in the tandem. But this is the hill that they're willing to die on. Uh, you know, to quote the lockout quote from a couple of years back. So with that in mind, Matt Murray was your guy. You pinpointed him as your number one guy in the offseason last offseason. So why not double down at this point in time? Why not go all in on Matt Murray? And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Like, I, I think jobs are on the line right now. And that's why I think if they stuck their necks out for this guy, he had the pedigree. Granted, he's been hurt, hasn't played in a while. But why not? Like, well, what, what's the difference at this point? I don't know. I don't think anyone's job's going to hinder and be one way or the other based on whether Murray plays or not, whether they win the next game or not. Um, you just you literally so. have to give yourself the best chance. I mean, if they put Murray in and he gets shelled, you think everyone's fired? If he puts Murray in and we win two and Probably. end up losing in game six, I don't think everyone's going to stick around. I, I, I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not even ready to have that conversation about, about yeah. after the fact of the season because it's not over, but uh, I just think they're leaning towards Joseph Wall. He looked look pretty sharp considering you don't go through your routine like i can't imagine anything worse you could yeah, ask like uh, an old goalie about like how bad is it especially in the playoffs when you get chucked in you haven't played in a while you didn't get to do your routine you haven't even got a shot and since warm-up and now you're getting chucked in on you know a hot team where mm -hmm. you're down and they're uh they're on a power play it's just the worst case scenario but he looked pretty good considering i think he's a pretty damn good goalie everything i've heard about him is yeah. he's a high high talent he's probably going to be in a maple leaf uniform for a while here but uh as far as going towards him or Matt Murray, I, I'm glad I'm not making the decision. I, I, I think the chances of someone standing on their head and, and giving the Leafs a chance to win a couple of games is as high or higher with Wall than it is with Murray. There's just too many unknowns with Murray right now based on how long it has been since he's played.
bottom line, there's got to be scapegoats. And that's the unfortunate part, because I sit here seriously and tell you that this is not on Kyle Dubas, it's not on Sheldon Keith, but ultimately one or two is going to take the fall if they can't get back here. It's just the nature of the game. It's the professionalism. I guess it's sports, it's business. But ultimately, to me, it comes down to the players and the core guys and just not showing up. Like, I don't know what people want Sheldon Keefe to do. And you can make that argument that he's been out coaching the series, whatever. But he's not the guy. And all I'll say is that Mike Babcock was right. As much as it pains me to say, Mike Babcock was right. Everything he said about this roster and this team, the flaws, well, they seem to be coming out at the wrong time every year for this organization. But again, we get set for game number four coming up on Wednesday. Uh, the chat's on fire. Thank you to producer Alex for putting up this poll. Who should start game four? 67% saying Joseph Wall right now, 32% in favor of Matt Murray. So I knew this was going to be sort of a doom and gloom show. So I think we needed some comedic relief. And I won't lie, dude, you've been on fire. You've been, you're smiling. You've been on fire on Twitter lately. So let's get to a couple tweets and get your breakdown. We haven't done this segment in a while. What ones are they? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that was when, I think that was at the end of the third period or something like that. But I mean, I remember watching, you know, Tucker, especially, it's just of my vintage, like the intensity that they had. Yeah. And I was getting in shit for Corson and, and leaving out Killer or uh, or um, Gary Roberts and all oh, fine. I'm talking about the guys and everyone's saying, well, they didn't get it done. And they didn't get it done. No, they didn't. But they weren't Austin Matthews or Mitch Marner. My point of that tweet is if we played with those guys' intensity, we would probably be up three rip right now where mm -hmm. we just we rely on our skill and we don't bring any and i mean fucking any intensity to the game last night to the core four zero 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 percent intensity from marner from matthews from nylander from tavares zero intensity it's just unexcusable because it's free you don't have to be blessed with god-given talent of mitch marner or matthews to play that style of hockey hence lafferty standing out as the best player on our team last night you can bring that intensity and if you brought the intensity that wendell clark brought and all those guys had an ounce of it we could run to the stanley cup and probably win it and that is our downfall we do not play with any intensity we don't play with desire and drive we don't get pissed off we don't play with balls we don't play with any fu and it's what's killing this organization at the time at this current moment and they've had their problems they've been up and down all over the place but for this particular group on this particular year that in my mind is a hundred percent what is killing this team and why they're down three nothing they have no intensity and it's just shocking that you're in the position that they were last night and you don't figure out on your own to, to maybe bring some of that to the table Soft with a capital S, man. But I, again, I got to credit Shenner, man. I think he's been great. And we just don't say that because right. he comes on the show and he's buddies with you. Like, I, I, he's brought it, man. And and this is saying nothing to Luke Shen. He's been their best defenseman, and I think that's problematic, right? I think Luke Shen is a really, really good player. Uh, but he's played, he's pulled his weight throughout the nine games in the Stanley Cup playoffs. Like, he's been such a revelation. I'm so happy he's a Leaf, and I'm so happy he's getting a shining moment right now. But there's just... Way too many passengers. We were texting back and forth yesterday. Way too many passengers. And it's unfortunate because it's the best players, right? You talk about some of the grinders who showed up. Sam Lafferty, David Kampf. Those are probably the two guys that stick out for me. Shenner as well. But aside from those guys, oof, it, it was just a rough one. Let's get to the other tweet. Yeah, that was before the third. Just need an all-out effort from the big boys. Like, just dump it all on the table from the drop of the puck. Desperate and urgent. Show that you give a fuck. Like, show it. Yeah. Just show us something that you're desperately trying. Like, 
just diving and sliding and skating and hitting and reaching and grabbing and yelling and screaming, like just do it all, like just dump it on the table, but they don't. They just go down and then it's a one on two and they take a shot from the top of the circles. Oh, how'd that stay out? And then they'll, Mitch Marner will cut back and cut up and everyone's going north into the zone and he cuts up and goes towards the blue line and then spins back down the thing. And then there's two guys on him and he's stick handling and he just kind of dumps it into an area that hopefully someone skates onto. And it's just like, it's just not yeah. getting it done. It's And it's not even fucking close. And that's why it's three nothing right now. And uh, I hate ragging on them, but there's nothing to do yeah. but rag on them. I mean, they they're, yeah. they came out, this series has been atrocious and I don't know. They, yeah. Again, it's because they're a better team than this. They have so much upside and so much potential to do well that it's just that much more frustrating to watch them kind of give this series away so far. And again, if they have magic in their bellies and if they have some kind of miracle up their sleeve, it's got to happen next game. Or, I mean, we're literally hanging on by a thread. So, ah, credit to the Florida Panthers so far. It's not over. You just literally have to take it one game at a time. But you have to play the whole freaking time like you did in the first two minutes of that game. And you have to sustain that. And whether they have that in them or not is, is yet to be seen here. I won't lie. It feels like ground day one, once again. Did you know the Leafs have won one game in regulation in the last, I think, 18 days and one in nine total playoff games? Like, what a time to go in your biggest yeah. slump of the season. I think they only lost three in a row, like, once. But, again, we, we've seen this before. Anyways, brought to you by our new friends. Skip, we're happy to tell you about Mitch's Dishes by Skip. Using the promo code TLN15 in the Skip the Dishes app, you get $15 off when you spend $30 or more on Mitch's Dishes. Again, that's TLN15. The promo code is on your screen as you watch this show as well. Please note that this offer is exclusive to Skip. Additionally, a portion of the proceeds will be donated to the Marner Assist Fund to combat food insecurity. Skip is currently serving up game time eats across the GTA and Ontario in the likes of Brampton, Guelph, Kitchener, Toronto, Oshawa, and Waterloo, among other great places. If Mitch likes it, it's got to be great. Somebody say, skip. Meantime, the Botano wrap-up is presented by Botano.ca. The game starts now 19+. plus. Please play responsibly. And some teams have resolve. Some don't. You know, I'm in Sin City right now. I missed the game on Saturday, but what an effort by the Edmonton Oilers, man. I guess that's Canada's hope. Again, never say never. Maybe the Leafs come back. Um, I don't want to call it a death before it happens. Uh, but the Oilers stepped up large. That's what I was looking for was a response from the Leafs. It didn't come. Anyways, to the bet, uh, we, we, we've been smashing keenly, but the Oilers are scoring, Vegas is scoring, so the over one and a half in the first period, right? Yeah, I would absolutely mash that in this series. It's been hitting a lot. Um, I missed it last night, but uh, it, it's been f head and shoulders the best bet that I have seen here in the playoffs. And with the likes of Connor McDavid and then like Leon Dreisaitl is like almost overshadowing Connor oh, almost. Goodness. It's yeah. close anyways. And it's just like, how are these guys both on the same team? Um, and like you said, Vegas scoring <laughs> goals too. So I think it's going to be a high scoring affair. And I mean, again, what you're betting is that it's not one nothing after the first period. And I've put a good chunk of dough down just to, uh, just to uh, bet against that fact, and it's been hitting a lot, and my uh, my account has been healthy just because of this bet right in front of you right here. So it's the best one that I see on the board uh, for this game here coming up. Okay, let's get to the chat. Uh, producer Aaron Bordaddle, the man, the myth, the legend, is watching the show, and he's an Oilers fan, saying it's the Oilers here, Alberta. Okay, good for you, Aaron. Nobody cares. Um, Donnie writes in, good morning. Um, Super Strict 9. And I've been saying this for a while, and I don't know if you concur. I don't even know if you watch the NBA. I know you love LeBron James. 
Kyle Dubas needs to make a Masai move, meaning Masai Ujiri. Granted, Masai Ujiri was able to pick up Adam, a top three player in the NBA, and Kawhi Leonard comes to Toronto. No curse for Kawhi Leonard, wins the championship, and then promptly leaves. But I've been saying this for a while. That's the most logical move to make. Again, assuming this is over, Rosie, I think you have to make a big-time trade to shake up this roster. And again, we, we'll, we're going to get into everything in the summer once it comes. Like, There's a lot of questions with this team moving forward from a contractual standpoint. But that, to me, is the biggest logical case to make when trying to figure out what to do with this roster if they fail yet again. Yeah, and we'll cross that bridge when it comes there. But yeah. uh, as of right now, the looks of this team needs 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 more, mm-hmm. needs some different some different personality, some different mindset. Because I believe that's the only thing holding them back on this uh, in this series so far. And in general, it's the only thing holding them back is their approach to the game and the way they go about it and their mindset. I think this is a sarcastic uh, comment, but Duke 2.0, maybe he's just being positive. Murray will bring the cup home, trust the plan. <laughs> so the chat, by the way, is that 72% Wall, 28% Murray in terms of who should start game four. Uh, five-star collectibles says, I blame Dubas the first three years, no more. You know, I tend to agree. Ultimately, the players on the ice play the games, right? And Kyle Dubas, in my opinion, did all he could to make this roster really. Like, I, I, I really, really like this roster. I think on paper, the the numbers check out, the analytics, everything. But unfortunately, it just you have efforts like that, and you need your best players this time of year, and they didn't step up. But I did like the, the deadline quite a bit. John Greystone writes in, buyout for Murray. Um, I think that's going to be a consensus conversation. There are some bright spots people are talking about. Jamie writes in about Matthew Nyes, and it's unfortunate he's done for the series. Uh, what a revelation he was. And, you know, there's the bunting conversation to have as well. But, you know, even Jamie writing in, move Matthews if he won't stay. Don't be stupid. And, again, it's it's 3 nothing. We we get it. It's a doom and gloom type show. But it, the, the fourth is the hardest to get, you hope. Um, <laughs> I say hope, man, because you just never know what this Maple Leafs team if they look defeated in game three, how do they come out in game four? And your guess is as good as mine when it comes to that conversation right now. But there are going to be a lot of question marks, a lot of soul-searching potential this summer again, Rosie. Yeah, and I, I know if you want to go down that road, I mean, I'm not ready to have that conversation completely, but I think Dubas, yeah. I mean, who the hell is going to be up there in that perch who's going to do a better job than Kyle Dubas mm-hmm. as far as putting names on a piece of paper. That is your job. Bring in names on a piece of paper, and then the coach and the players in that room are responsible for the culture and the mindset and the identity of that team. And where we're lacking isn't from a lack of being able to acquire quality players. It's just not. It's it's elsewhere. Yeah, and, and ultimately, we've been talking about this since the trade deadline, Rosie. Like, this falls on the players. Again, like, they've done all, all possible. Um, you know, obviously, you can make a maybe a case for, for Keith. Um, but again, like, I, I just – it's tough for me to differ from the point that it's the players on the ice, um, you know, who make the decisions, who play the games. They just, just don't show up. Like, it's just uh, it's one of those perplexing things as we sit here um on this monday but uh, that's all we got for you today again we didn't want to go full doom and gloom but we sort of did but we have to be candid uh and rosie you brought it today you're opinionated and and that's good we love that in the chat everybody in the chat was fantastic got to mention as well very special guest coming up tomorrow uh just got confirmation your former head coach uh, with the marlies i believe dallas akins is going to drop by tomorrow he's been doing some panel work with sportsnet Sick. That'll be good, man. I uh, I remember well when he was in the organization. I thought he was going to get the reins of this club, and uh, 
it kind of yeah. kind of bugs me because it would have been interesting to see what happened that year and years after but uh, that'll be good and hey it's not doom and gloom yet they've got a chance they've got a sliver of hope they got to win one and i'm not a quitter i don't think they are either so i think they're going to give a good effort here and uh and just see what they can manufacture out of this mess that they're in so hey i still got my fingers crossed for next game here very well said what's your favorite number i'm going to put it in roulette today go 17. okay 17 i'll report back with uh what happens on that i've been feeling pretty good about roulette but naturally this conversation will be had tomorrow and i'll be like ah i'm in trouble so i'm going to go back to having a uh, time here in vegas rosie excellent job today many thanks to producer alex everybody in the chat you guys brought the heat fire these are tough shows to do folks we we believed in this team we believe in this team but the fact is they're down 0-3 here in the second round and it's like, oh shit, it's Groundhog Day all over again. But again, we've got to wait an extra day. Game four of this series coming up on Wednesday. We'll talk tomorrow with special guest Dallas Aikens. Take care. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 